been surprised, actually shocked, at the the challenge that the schedule has been for me because there hasn't been any work here. I know. I know. So um, I've, I've long known that I thought I had to earn my way, you know, or pay off the money, one or the other. But I've never known it quite in this degree, I guess. Uh-huh. It's just really in there. Uh-huh. And I even asked if I could do some things, and I was told, no. <laughs> you know, post a note if you think it's something needs care, but don't just go ahead and do it. Uh-huh. So that was just, but now I've kind of gotten into it. Right. And so, <laughs> and, and, yeah, I yeah. And so one of the things I'm seeing is that my whole picture of what care looks like is shifting. Because I thought that I've always taken good care of myself, and the last time I was here as a visiting monk, I started the practice of recording a love letter every night, so I thought I was doing everything. But I don't give myself the spaciousness of time like this. And I could. I'm, you know, I make my schedule. Nobody, there's nobody external that makes my schedule but me. So it's really been an eye opener. Well, uh, when we came up with this, I actually wasn't hoping that it necessarily that it would be an eye opener. But I was hoping that people would have that experience because it's so unusual in our yeah. society to yeah. just get up in the morning and eat. Mm-hmm. It's just and on a radio show, I heard you refer to it as practice period, but I've been to lots of practice periods, but they've never been without work periods, uh-huh. unless it's a sitting, mm-hmm. and then it's 14 hours of sitting, and I'm not so sure that that's, that that's self-care anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't then, but, you know, right. that's what, I, right, then, right, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But this, this is sweet, this is just really, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's almost, um, Intolerable, the, the love that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Almost, I almost can't, you know what? I'm yeah, just, yeah, almost can't take it. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it does run smack into um, all of that conditioning. Yeah. You know, and I imagine, I can only guess, that the voices get pretty uh, noticeable, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the beginning when, when their role is uh, was taken away. And I know all the people who were taking care of me. You know, I went to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, hope it, I hope we can make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then people... You know, I mean, it's for full-timers. You know. Um, and, and that people will enjoy that having that experience. And <coughs> it's, it's really getting to be shifted by me. Yeah, it's really big, big. Um, I found it to be a wonderful experience, um, and I've spent a lot of time taking care of my back, of icing it, of putting lotion, pain lotion on it, of taking walks. The other class yesterday was fabulous. And so, you know, being more aware of how I move. Um, anyway, it's, it's been fabulous. And, you know, I have this voice that says, just wait till you get home. Okay. <laughs> you know, and so then it's the one that comes in and says, okay, let's schedule, let's make the schedule. So we can keep doing all these things 
you know, it's all. So, um, so we see that. Um, um, but it has, it has been. So I just want to thank you, thank all of you. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention. Yeah, I'm going anywhere, are you? It's not like you're part of yeah, you're not going anywhere, are you? Not soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will, but <laughs> not, not tomorrow. Because you're not in the, you're not in the carpool, so I just wanted to break it to you. If you think you're leaving. <laughs> no, tomorrow I'm doing laundry. Oh, that's a big I wouldn't miss that for anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't miss very, I appreciate you. Billy, you do very much. Um, but what I'd also mention, would mention is that I've, I've heard talk of ego and how mean ego is and how cool it should be. And I don't really know until a couple of days ago that I actually saw it inside myself. And it was like this, this anger came up. It was like just the the, the gall, the, just how it was being. Um, it was like there was a part of me that was hurt about something, and then ego came in with salt on the wound. You know, to me, I thought, oh my gosh. And so it made me more determined than ever. Better late than ever <laughs> to end something. Because that's the only way that's not going to happen. And you can see, if, if we guess, that that kind of thing exists in most, if not all, human beings, it explains a lot about how things happen and how, how it works. And yes, it can inspire us not to want to contribute to that. Yes, I mean, before I was like, you know, I heard what people said, but I even heard what ego had said back, you know, I mean, but it was like inside, it was like, well, thank heaven, thank you, and God, I am not this other. It was not like stolen myself, but just sort of saying,
last few days. I mean, it's just a new meaning to resistance and a whole new definition for resistance. It's so bizarre because it's you know, super clear part of part of me or the who knows. There's there's a huge part that just wants to practice and wants to be here. It's very clear, you know, and that's of course so threatening to to uh, it and I mean, you got this the other day. I was it's it's just it's like uh, being a taken you know being taken over and being partially being here, but physically acting on you know conditioning, just like like oh, oh, just you know telling me. I mean, just I'm like sitting there with the my dog's leash around my throat, just you know, squeezing it, and like knowing that I don't want to kill myself for sure, but almost like a play, like it's pretending, like this is what you would do if you believe me. But I was doing it. It was so bizarre and frightening. <laughs> and you know, so yeah, oh, it's just you know, just those places where it was, it was tough to get here, and I'm so glad to be here. Yes. And a miracle that you make. It's a miracle, right? Because the car keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Just getting that, getting that stuff in the suitcase. Getting, yeah. getting the, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just this morning I had a dentist appointment that went real second ways. And um, just noticing how the, the fact that I still want to be here in my heart just this is what I want to do and and I want to be practicing you know all the time wherever I am and um, noticing how strong the resistance is so mm-hmm. it's just so so grateful to be here and that this place exists and that we're all here together mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hear you mm-hmm. I'm always surprised anything that gets here <laughs> <laughs> very close to her, but I know, I know, I know she's married, but, you know, it's like we never talked about our lives. I just didn't know anything about it. And in a way, um, but what I did was, um, I would paint with her inside. And, um, she... She transformed my life in a way she gave me a great gift. And um, I felt this just immense connection to her, even though there was never 
Well, you've been around practice long enough to know that that's probably why. Exactly. You've been like this the whole time. It's just bringing that up so, I mean, like, wow. Mm -hmm. Just, um, what that, I don't know what to say. it occurred to me that, well, just the impact of the privileged environment and that kind of relationship with someone and how deep it goes without ever having, ever having, a, you know, <laughs> what we usually do in social relationships, mm-hmm. which is, you know, find out what we don't like about each other. And, um, It's just, I, I don't think I felt this much grief for the passing of anybody. It's just, um, so it's, it's, just, it's been an, an, an incredible projection exercise because I don't really, I don't know Kathy was, really. Mm-hmm. Except this really um, heartfelt, um, safe. I just always felt incredibly safe to be around. Mm-hmm. Was she a, a, an instructor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I met her in an art class years and years ago, and I talked with her, and I just instantly went, "There is a woman I want to take a class with." Mm-hmm. And it took me 16 years to get through the voices mm-hmm. to take a class of the time teaching. Those voices knew. <laughs> I guess, I think that's some of the grief too, you know, it's like, um, so drawn to her, wanting to work with her, and, and yeah, 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 you know, and just that. I was waiting for it on practice, and just how often the voices just, you know. Um, yeah. Interfered with something that art was so drawn to. Mm-hmm. And, um, <coughs> yeah. Which is which is what we've just been talking about. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. The, the heart is really drawn to, and ego is going to resist with everything that it's got. So we can regret that, or we can just know that those are steps on the path too, yeah. and that it's only in uh, that kind of uh, disappointment that we realize well. The next time I'm drawn to something, I'm not going to let those voices talk me out of it. Because I know what that is, and I know where it's going, and I know why it's happening, and I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Probably will. Because just saying I don't want to do that anymore, if that worked. (laughs) And so have you you done that, that little exercise that... I often suggest it. We really have no information that there's anything to it at all, just intuitive sense of, of expressing that to her, expressing your appreciation, and to say all of those things to her that. Yeah, you know, I think I, I 
I guess you're going to write a little poem and just try to encapsulate. Yeah. I mean, in her, around her, it was okay to listen to the whisperings of God. You know, it was just, it was okay to do that. And it was, and so, yeah, so it just, um, and she was, she was just funny, you know, just, you know, and so I have just sat down and wrote some of that and just, you know. And maybe just offer some thank yous. And for the, for the things yeah. you remember, the things you yeah. took from it, but the, yeah. the feelings you got, the wisdom you received, all of those things. Just, <laughs> you never know who's those things. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then, you see, this when, because we know this practice when we go, Just in case anybody, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've learned that in this practice. I talk a lot to folks to tell them what they mean to me. Um, Because who knows? Yeah, you know, better than talking to this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, about what this does. Uh, you and everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, anyway. Okay. Lots of thank yous. Yeah. Melissa? I, uh, I spoke on Sunday about the, the comment I had received about victims and perpetrators. And um, similar to... Someone else has talked about they turned on the recorder and exactly the right thing. And um, I had two guidance sessions from uh, a your practice retreat three years ago with the Shwini, which I had completely forgotten about, where we were talking about exactly that. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've been working on it for longer than I think I've been working on it. Um, or something about coming here uh-huh. inspires me to work on it. Uh-huh. Um, and she says so much in that, and I know that at the time I couldn't hardly grok any of it. And now, you know, I can grok what I'm ready to grok. Uh-huh. And I had a um, the best language I can come to for it is like a God moment. Like a moment of of um, of humility, really deep humility, um, of seeing that um, here, here's you know this force that we call life that can keep planets in orbit, and yet I think it screwed up my life. Yeah. And I, I got to see it because um, 
you know, because of the contact of my life, because, you know, this, this thing happened right when I was first born. It's so tempting. The story is so tempting. Like it's a newborn, totally innocent. Of course it's a victim. Of course. It's a newborn. So how did you see it any other way, but, but in, in a victim way? And I, something dropped in from, I don't know if it's something that you talked about or something I wrote in a book about, um, you know, who's the victim and who's the, you know, perpetrator or It depends on who you start the clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not access to what happens before this clock started. And I don't actually have access to what's going to happen after this next clock mm-hmm. starts. Um, and so remembering that phrase from precepts about, you know, since the beginning of the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. I know there's more to it, but it's, it's something like we've, you know, we've all been in all the roles. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, kind of seeing that, like, well, you know, this, this time I never came up on the roulette wheel, and this was my, it was my turn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever happened before this, it was all, it all, it's all over peace. I just can't see it all. I just can't see it. And so, he really threw for the first time, and I have a, a shot of dropping this suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, when we look at uh, life, like you're laying it out, um, to, to, to really get it that if one thing has happened, other than it did. Who knows where your life would have gone? You know, we can we can say, well, but if that mistake hadn't happened or if that bad thing hadn't happened, then and this of course would imagine for us this just perfect life this. Uh, but in fact, you wouldn't know any of the people that you know. I would be sitting on the You would be odds are very good. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Who knows? Um, it could have been an absolute tragedy that you were saved from. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Well, that's, yeah, that's an interesting thing about starting to learn about my birth family. Because you, you, you have all these ideas. Mm-hmm. And then, Finally, there's even just tiny glimpses of what you just swap one messed up for another messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, it's going to find you. Your karma is yours. Yes. And yes. It's going to find you. Yes. Yes. Well, and we can even guess that you brought some of it with you. <laughs> I mean, we look at that newborn and go, oh, you know, a blank slate, nothing's going on, and then it starts from there. But, you know, spending any time around kids, it's really hard to imagine that that's actually the case. Because everybody tends to be so who they are. <laughs> <laughs> so that 
the other part of this kind of hubris that I got to do, which again, I only dropped like, you know, this much of it. And she was talking about um, agency, and I think there's something in that word that I'm, that hides things for me. But, you know, she was saying that we're not, we're not agents of life. We're, we can't have the hubris to think that we are agents of life. And I, I have this sentence I've been working with for a long time because it feels like every single part of it is so problematic. <laughs> um, I have to make it go right. And that's like the theme song of my life. I have to make it go right. If there's something scary or negative that's going to happen, I have to make sure it does not going to happen. And if there's something positive that could happen, I have to make sure it does happen. And it's like, again, it's hubris, just like, boom, like, like, really? You think you were the one making sure that package is delivered in the mail? You write the label on it, and after that, it's out of your hands. Mm-hmm. You're not making anything go right. Mm-hmm. Or avoiding anything going wrong. Or avoiding making anything go wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, what am I doing? What's my, what, what's my role here? Like, what, if, if life's handling everything, like, what's... This is, this is your question, right? If, if, if there's nothing to do, and there's nothing to pay for, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... Where does that leave a person? Well, it kind of brings me back to the first, you know, this is kind of the end of the retreat, and it brings me back to where I started at the beginning of the retreat, which is like, you know, getting here and and seeing that I was going to have this expanse of time that I have, thank you, dreamed of for a long time to be able to be here and be in this beautiful place and and be here. And... I was going to have it. I was going to take it. I was not going to spend it. And so I really devoted the time to feeling that sense of sitting back into the, the lap of the Buddha. And, and that it's all taken care of. It's all taken care of. And I get to participate. And that participation is for my Participation, but it's joy of participation. So that it's all, I'm not taking care of it. It's all, it's already taken care of. It's such a different perspective. Such a different perspective. It can actually uh, drive a person to gratitude. (laughs) (laughs) Just in that place of, well, okay then, well, thanks. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, this has been a dream, really, really. No, I, but, yeah, this, but, oh, yeah, this, I, yeah. all of it, oh, if all of it is taken care of, and, you're, and your only responsibility is showing up and participating, what a deal. Really? And we have so much evidence that that's all that's going on. This is my favorite piece of evidence. Millions and millions and millions and millions of people have lived on this earth. They've lived 
They've died. We have no idea. That's where we're headed. (laughs) (laughs) So what in the heck are we accomplishing? What, What do we think we're doing that is so much more important than being alive and appreciating this very short period of time that we have here to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing selfish about that. Mm-hmm. It's actually the most unselfish thing ever. It actually takes a lot of humility. Yeah. To stop. I haven't earned this. Yeah. It's the, you know, uh, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. It depends on how that goes. Uh, you know, we don't earn it. We don't deserve it. We, we, we just don't. So, so thank you. This retreat has been an enormous success for me. Good. Thank you. Even with some germs trying to Oh, well, get with you. But that's how I got to hear those recordings. You're right. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, really? Yeah. Yeah. You've been up. Uh, well, we wouldn't let you do anything, so you might. Karen. Well, I'm just relieved to know that because I just got here yesterday, but that everybody doesn't have work periods because. Because you were freaking out. I thought it was I bet they're all working somewhere really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them are, actually. So anyway, that, that was reassuring. And then, um, you know, and then the big thing I'm doing is trying to drop or dropping conversations. That's, mm-hmm. you know, in meditation, just walking around everything. And then um, and then the other thing, I, I was trying to think back the last time I was at the monastery. I mean, I've been to a lot of things, but I, I don't think it was all here. I know I was, maybe I was at some weekends last summer, I know I was at a retreat. And then coming back, and it's like, this property had a wild winter. Yes, it did. And so a lot of, you know, and I had a wild winter too. So, so the the property was mirror, mirroring me, you know, and the trees, and you know, and I just thought, well, that, you know, that it was it was just kind of neat to, um, I mean, I you know, gasho to the trees that have fallen, but they're not. I don't think they're worrying about it. <laughs> I get that impression too. You know, it's just, it's just life, and it's just so reassuring, you know, in a way because it's it's a um, it's the best modeling, really. Mm-hmm. Well, and for for what I was just pointing to, right? I mean. How long has this been here? How long has this property been here? And just in the length of time that we've been here, the changes that we've seen. Yeah. Right? And and so forever, for eons and eons and eons and eons and eons, it's been here. And everything that has happened here. Mm-hmm. And it's just this constant, constant movement, 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 movement. Yeah. And without clinging, that's not a problem. Yeah, and um, 
Yeah, I was certainly seeing that for the trees. <laughs> I'm working on that for right. myself. Right, and then we bring it back here. <laughs> now I know that's a projection. It's got to be in here somewhere, but it's you know it's not the experience. And, um, but there is something just um, just so amazing to walk around and see it, and then to um, to just take it in. You know that. What's it like for this property? Mm-hmm. You know, and it just is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course we uh, feel exceedingly grateful that these trees are here, even the ones that are falling down. That they're what here? Yes. That mm-hmm. with the fires, the way the fires oh have gone recently, um, you know there's. There's just no guarantee. I mean, I understand there's never a guarantee, but our odds just keep going up and up and up and up. But um, there's more, more excitement in store for for all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just um, it was just like coming coming home to an old friend and saying, "Wow, you've been through a lot too." You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just life. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that it's here, and I'm happy to be here, and, um, and uh, you know, I had to keep, um, that, you know, because part of what, part of the conversations is I go into all these ideas about, you know, like, just all these ideas about, um, I mean, they're fantasies, actually. They're, real, they're completely, they could, you know, I could never make them happen. <laughs> it's just fantasy about, you know, helping this tree or, you know, getting this one cleaned up or doing this and then just going, oh, for heaven's sake. Just you enjoy it the way it is. is. And, and not only that, I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. Aside from that, completely unqualified. But you know, it, it's uh, your heart is in the right place, right? I mean, you 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 want to be helpful. You, you wish you well. You want you want to take care of it. Yeah, it has to catch something. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, it's better than a lot of people who just walk around going, oh my God, isn't this awful, isn't this tragic, isn't this horrible, isn't this whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if we have a choice about it, why not be in a place of, of wishing everything well and one can help? Yeah. Anyway, and oh, the last thing about it um, is that it, it's still... I mean, of course, it's just still so gorgeous. It hasn't affected that one bit. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I thought, and you know, and, and um, you know, that the same could be said for humans. You know, that whatever they're going through, it still doesn't affect who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, or so and something like that. Just that. Well, if I may project onto your experience, um, instead of viewing everything as a problem or tragedy or difficulty or whatever it is, 
to to look at everything with admiration and appreciation. So people go through things. Yeah. If we're not conditioned to believe that going through things, I mean, we're alive for God's sake. Yeah. That 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 definition of that could be going through things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and yet there's this this idea that we have that we shouldn't, and that it's kind of a problem. And so if somebody is going through something, you don't have to feel sorry for them, or uh, I don't know, uh, you know, be sensitive to them in some way or something, because it, and it all comes from this uh, living in an idea of how life should be that is not how life is. If, I think if we was I just ranting about this somewhere recently? It's sounding very familiar. <laughs> um, that if if we yes I was uh, here it comes uh, <laughs> that if we were really present we would just be admiring respectful. Uh, is, is this not was I the only person talking about uh, being okay? Hang on, it's all coming back to me. The person who was working, it was on the morning show, working in a place, all these suicidal people, oh, you know, and she yeah. can't do her fundraising, yeah. you know, drop because, ah. Yep. <laughs> um, so, in that way, uh, to to look at one another with with admiration and respect. The, the people are, are where they are, and they're facing what they're facing, and by God, they are. Yeah. And instead of this vague, there's something wrong, it shouldn't be that way, but uh, kind of the old Japanese, do your best, you know, uh, you go. And um, Yes, I mean, to all of that, I, that... Um, that makes a lot of sense, and where I where I went today is that just I just don't feel the same. Like I don't feel like I'm the same Karen or something. And um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there was today as I was out walking, the recordings were just about sort of um, you know I thought well did, is it. You know, does she want? Does she need to be acknowledged? So I just kind of talked about everything. Or did I? Have I not just? I I don't. I think I've been so in things. I haven't stopped to just be with it all. But I don't know. I I don't know. I just sort of. Um, so on the one hand, in the one hand, I can say there's nothing wrong. But on the other hand, um, I guess. What I'm saying is that I don't feel the same, and that doesn't seem right. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So to just let that be. That's right. Because may I project again? Yeah. You're not the same person. Yeah. How could you? I, I'm not the same person yeah. as I was this morning, but for the most part, my life is pretty consistent. Yours in the last in the last year is a completely different reality. Yeah. So how could you be the same person? Yes. So now this person is going to be experiencing all kinds of things. Yeah. Kind of looking for the new normal. Or something. Yes, yes, or not. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe stay with the new. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Could be. That's a, a, a great refuge. Could be. I don't know. Yeah. Well, how do you feel? Well, what do you think of? Where we go? I hope to find out. For heaven's sake. And I look at those trees, and I think, you know, those trees laying there, they're going, well, this is the new normal. <laughs> and, you know, now I'm going to, you know, whatever. It's a new face. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just lots to look at. Lots to look at, yeah. yes. And, and not much to know. No. Very little to conclude. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, <coughs> I want to talk about a new thing that happened this past week, but another thing that, that came, has come up a couple times when we were talking about the trees is I felt, I read at one point that a dead tree has more living matter in it than a live tree. A dead tree has more living matter in it than a live tree. Because of all the creatures that move in. Um, Actually, there's more living in a dead tree than in a live tree. Just kind of a neat way to think about it. Yeah, that is good. Um, So I had this nice experience uh, this past week. I've been talking recently about uh, leaving this organization that I've been part of, and and, um, but I still have some responsibilities to finish out, and so one of them was coming up, and and I was just so full of I don't want to do this, just full of it. <laughs> I was full of it. <laughs> and um, and so finally last week the sun came out after six weeks, and I was so excited <laughs> to get outside. Yeah, for people with a tendency toward depression, this has been a long time. And so uh, I was thinking, oh, I want to get outside, but then I probably have to do this other thing. And, and I didn't, otherwise I'd have to do it in the evening. I didn't want to do it in the evening. And I, this was going on and on. And all of a sudden what came up was, actually it was during meditation last Sunday, what came up was, um, would you spend the evening doing this to free up that woman so that she can go have her heart's desire tomorrow out in the sun? And it was like, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. So interesting. And so I did. And that, that just dropped, dropped it. Just occurred. Wow. And, uh, and so I, that evening I did it. And, and what was so interesting about it was, in doing it, I took some preparation and I was emailing some people. I didn't mind doing it at all. I was interested and I got involved in it. And, and so what I was really seeing was... <laughs> I've been in a conversation, Jerry. <laughs> but I was seeing was that a lot of the sense of, oh, I hate this, or oh, this is so oppressive, is simply that conversation. And so, so, you know, the kind voice came in and just asked a good question. And, um, and just what, what happened, of course, was I just disidentified from all that junk. And, uh, and then the next day I had this wonderful day. And so I did the task. And then the next day I had that wonderful day outside all day. And it was so simple. Uh, and the only, well, there were several components that were required, right? You had to be present enough to hear the kind voice drop in a solution. Yep. You had to be willing enough to do it. Because I don't know about you, but I can remember a time in my life where I would have heard the kind voice and just gone, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you heard it and you responded to it. 
you disidentified, the conversation was gone, you had a great time. Yeah. And I think the reason, I th- think the thing that was so cool was it was, it was framed as a question. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was no instruction. It was uh-huh. just a question. And then the, res- the response was spontaneous. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and it, um, you know, the mentor or whatever, whoever brings that kind of thing in is so... Uh, Smart, really, and so strategic. Yes, you know, anything, anything that would have come in as any sort of instruction or statement, I probably would have resisted. But as a question, the response just leapt up. Mm-hmm. So it was a really nice experience, mm-hmm. and I had a lovely day. And the, and the job got done, and then I had to do a little bit more last night, and I started to get into. Well, I don't think, and I thought, wait, 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 <laughs> I can do this. Uh-huh. Got them all ready. Sent them off this morning. I can do this, this and okay. I can enjoy it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that—that's true power mm-hmm. of the of the very best kind. I I have the ability to choose my experience, mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose happy. Yeah. And just you know, for the nine millionth time, really seeing that that a good deal of what feels like a problem or something oppressive is simply resides in the conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's just fascinating, isn't it? Because, so, I, uh, we, uh, who cares what somebody else is doing, working on the communication book. Um, and, um, as, as I'm going along, I, I, I regularly think, okay, so we're writing this book for about Maybe 3,000 people. Maybe. Because those are the only people who will even want to read this. To be open to it. Because it's so insane. (laughs) I mean, compared to the world that people live in, this is just nuts. Getting people to get that you are in a conversation inside your head all the time. It's like, uh... It's like, you know, disclosing my own mental illness. (laughs) Um, But getting that, being able to see it, to watch it, and to realize that's what's dictating my life experience. My gosh. It's just... It's just like reaching over and turning that light switch up to mega. Then we have choice. Mm-hmm. At that juncture, we have choice. And such such spaciousness, yeah. you know, because it all that mental clutter oh, that mm-hmm. created. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it's miraculous. Yeah. And you know, then there was a moment, a conditioning one, to say, "Well, you've been practicing for you know that thing." For 25 years, and you still got in the conversation. I said, "Yes, I did." Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, indeed. Oh, <laughs> That's as far as that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so fun. Um, in that conversation, it reminded me of a pretty big insight I had this week, which was that I saw how that huge teaching from one of the morning shows, I think it was, early this year, I think it was. 
No, it was after the Good News Update on Open Air, where you were talking about how people will get to this place in their lives where they realize, you know, I've just been putting everyone else's needs before myself, and I'm going to put myself first now. Change. I would put on me for a change, right? And so what you were talking about was, it's possible not to be focused on you or focused on me, but to be focused on life, essentially. And I just had this huge aha a couple of days ago. This is probably such a dub, but that there aren't my needs and your needs. There are just what's here. And if I don't see those as different, then everything in every moment is taken care. And I'm not taking care of me or you. I'm just taking care of the next thing. So I'll give you an example. The way that I saw it was, I was doing a number of things, and there was it was really boom, 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 boom in terms of what needed to happen, and then this, and then this, and then this. And as I was on my way to one thing, I saw my water bottle. And I remembered that I had a commitment to bring that with me to the next thing that I was going to do. And I watched that. No, I don't have time for that. And I realized that if that were someone, like I was in charge of getting water for so-and-so, I would stop and do it, regardless of, no, I don't have time to do it. So what I realized was, it's not for me, it's what's needed. And so I just stopped and did it. And that just felt so huge. Mm-hmm. Well, it is huge. It, it, it is uh, the one piece of it is the not taking, and then we run out of language, right? Yeah. Not not taking that person yeah. personally. Exactly. There's no ownership, so I'll do for somebody else, but not for me because I can I can safely leave me out of that. But and on another level, there is this really interesting place of, uh, so I'm going to do that for you, failing to see that the only reason I'm doing it for you is to take care of me. Yes, that absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so I've spent my life taking care of you. Right. <laughs> and so now, I'm not going to take care of you any longer. I'm just going to... I can't really, I'm not a parent, so I can't, I shouldn't really talk about that. But I think that's a big thing that can happen. And like, you know, I can so much for you. And you're having a good day, you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I mean, and there's a way in which it's completely true, but yeah. Um, well, the, the way that it makes most sense to me is, um, if, if I do something for you because I feel too guilty not doing it, yeah. then I'm serving my guilt, <laughs> not whatever it is for you, and and not not to be confused about that. Yeah, yeah. The other thing in that last conversation that really struck me was just that that getting out of the conversation and. Uh, um, it's funny, it's one of those things, like, as soon as it, it starts to come out of my mouth, I'm like, right, I think that's what might be what we say all the time. But at any rate, it's just that place of really seeing that the, the hairs 
the tiny little razor's edge between seeing the conversation and how exciting and fun and liberating and energy producing that is, and then that seemingly tiny movement into the conversation and how energy draining and immediately and that it becomes it's completely Jesus and the Bible. It's just the light room, dark room, you know, just that place. And I had such an I've been having such an interesting experience of so much distance. Well, anyway, not being in the conversation, but seeing all of it. And you know, one example of it that I just love so much was that your two bad choices. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just such a fun, clear example of a little here, here, here are your two bad choices. And it's being able to just nail them all the time. Mm-hmm. And then watching how, huh, something's shifted. And what shifts is they're no longer seeing the conversation, but on some level, I guess listening to it would be more the, the shift that happens. And to just watch how distinct those two experiences are. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, and I think the, the most essential piece of that is the danger of then just being pulled right back into it. Yeah. So, which is a balancing act, because I remember Fanny talking about the, you know, uh, being in that stomping around the yard. <laughs> Uh, and and realizing, okay, <laughs> that's not really a problem, and staying with an experience like that until we see, well, what is what is behind this? Yeah. So it's kind of what we're we're looking at currently in the in the morning show. So what's the belief right under that? Because I'm 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 in this, and if I get stuck in, well, that's not an okay way to be. So I just yeah. need to turn my attention to something else. Exactly. Then what's underneath that yeah. remains hidden. Yeah. So how do we stay with it yeah. without falling into it? How, how do we stay in awareness of it exactly. without slipping into identification? Mm-hmm. And fortunately, we know there are no mistakes. Right. So we'll slip into identification until we don't. Yeah. Well, and what I saw when you said that was the thing of... Um, so in that last conversation, you know, the place of, and you've been practicing this long, you know, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, I did have a, I did get pulled in the conversation, but that's the, that's the master move there, right? Yeah. That's the staying out of the conversation. What I saw when you said that description, that was helpful, because I think what happens is, momentarily, that, how would I describe it? That, um, perspective or that um, that move is is temporarily obscured. But my experience is that if I stay with whatever is going on, the exit becomes clear. Mm-hmm. You know, the because way you stay present because you're staying present. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing gets revealed through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a really fun place to be. And of course, that gets much, much easier when we get to that place of realizing there is no problem here. Yeah, exactly. There really isn't anything wrong. There are no mistakes. Yeah. This, it's not a contest. You're not four. You're not going to get sent to your room without dinner or get a spanking. Nothing's going to go wrong. Yeah. You can just stay right here and observe it all. Yeah. There's no problem. Yeah. Nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Then we really can stay in that place. Now what? Exactly. And what I, what I saw when you said that was that and if I do that every single time, then it gets 
the freedom gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes. Because, you know, now this thing, well, but this thing, well, you know, this Okay, well, let's look at this. There's kind of this, this is what I've, I've said this several times in group, I guess, lately. There's like that giddiness with power. Because it's like, okay, give me another this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the next this thing? Right. <laughs> and gonna, because seeing... And then it says, <laughs> not now. <laughs> 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 Wait until tomorrow. Between things. Then I'll give you the next. Like I said on the, on the morning show. Yeah, if you want to give your life up in the naval game, because if you're, you know, just pull, like, it pulls the master plug. Like, the whole, this whole thing is good. You know, I can't even believe you're doing. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> I can't believe you're wasting your life. Yeah, you're not making a difference, and you know, just I mean, oh, just crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. I think so. You can see that from a, a with a certain sense of humor. Completely. Oh thank God. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, the recordings around that are just yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's actually, that's, that's a new strategy on its part. I've never heard that particular thing before. So, mm-hmm. it, to me, it's just a, uh-huh, so are you down to the end of the thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are, are we getting of the <laughs> Yeah, wow. Yeah. Rebecca. Um, so... The um, thing that came up in, for me in that last conversation was that same radio show that, that you, know, you had that, and, and a little while later you were talking about how we have this deep assumption that we're doing anything, that it's not life doing everything anyway. You know, and so it, it, um, it struck me in that example that we just talked about, about just passing, passing by and not getting the water, but the recognition that that's what needs to be done. And so life just does it. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I had this very spacious workshop. <laughs> I feel like I don't I'm know why the Huber Cure isn't more popular. I know. I, I was thinking, i got to come to group and say, I can't wait for everybody, but that wouldn't really sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it really is. It's like I was, I was in such gratitude, driven to such gratitude from seeing what all was happening here and I wasn't able to help that I just... Um, I just really gratitude wants to give. I want them to get to get sick and then get to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it really um, it was it was such you know earlier in the evening humility was talked about and and I could see the planing away because the first few days it was just okay. What can we take? What can we get this remedy and then get this and then okay, you know, it's like all this doing. Do I feel better than I did an hour ago? <laughs> and and uh, and in a way, it's sort of like my prayer. Not I shouldn't do that because I was really literally praying it. That <laughs> um, it was help me get well so I can be a servant because I knew we had a bunch of people coming and all that. And that was about day four, and I took a little dive. 
So I took that as a sign that the answer was, no, that's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not the thing. And so, anyway, it was just a, a, a matter of, of letting it come in. Life is doing all of this. I'm not, that's the end of that sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And without, this is a, this is a, a tough one, although there's a way, I think, in which it's, it's made available to us all the time. We just don't think about it this way. That without the meaning, without the emotion, that would be so obvious. And the way that we, it's being shown to us all the time is everybody else's life. Where we can see that what's happening with everybody is just what's happening with them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We can see they're not making it happen, or they're not... Yeah. I mean, it's just so obvious yeah. that... So, <laughs> I... Uh, Based on our conversation, or my little uh, thing riff that I did on Sunday, I, I wrote a newsletter article on that uh, with the I, the whole idea that the belief system that we have that everything happens because, mm-hmm. uh, and the realization that no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It, it happens. It doesn't happen because, and no matter what we figure out or what we decide about cause and effect, it, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when we look at other people's lives, we can see that bad stuff doesn't happen to people because they're bad people or that they deserve it. Yeah. That's just crazy. And we can also see that when really fabulous things happen to people, it's not because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. it. It just happens. It's just how, you know, why did one tree get beetles mm-hmm. and die, and the one standing right next to it didn't get any beetles and is still thriving? Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Uh, we don't know. And without the attachment, without the meaning, without the beliefs, then that's really obvious. Yeah. But to apply it to ourselves is more challenging. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, I think it's the critical understanding that we're going for. Yeah. And if nothing is happening to you because... That is the critical understanding because what you were talking <laughs> about... <laughs> because. <laughs> because. <laughs> that was a different because. What you were ta- talking about on Sunday, I wanted to stand up and applaud at the you know the group because it was just so. And these people will have access to that recording too, so it's not like a tease. But the, <laughs> and you'll never know. <laughs> it was life changing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, for me anyway, what I what I suspect or think for myself is that it's that humility that is the key to seeing that there is no because. It's a lot because it's just what you're saying. As long as I can, there's a, as long as there's a process of tracing it back to something, yeah, which will be me. in me, mm-hmm. uh, in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. then that keeps the because happening, and then that's what keeps all the hate because this, and yes. oh, well, this is because of that. Right. And that's what keeps it all alive. Yes. Yeah. It all comes down to me, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, this mad scramble of ego to assert itself. Yeah. 
Well, one last thing I want to say about the communication book being only for 3,000 people is say, I am so grateful to count myself among those 3,000, number one. And number two is, it's so, um, it is exactly what you said on Sunday came to mind when you said that about the 3,000 people, maybe. Because somehow it's got to get, the conversation's got to get started. Somehow. You know, and when you said what you did on Sunday about maybe somebody will want to give the next 25 years of their life to get this conversation going, and I'm like, that is an honorable way to spend the next 25 years of life. Thank you very much. Count, sign me up. Because what you did with self-hate with the last 25 years, where would we all be? You know, if that hadn't happened. Yeah. So it's that ripple. You just and unfortunately, it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see, huh? We'll see. It could, it could happen. You never know. You never know. Thank you, and thank you, everyone. Oh, uh, speaking of which, this goes. This recording is available to whom? All the movers. All the okay. And how do people get it? Do they go to a website and get it? There's a link. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have the link in their motos, they can certainly write in and we'll get it. Somebody asked me that, I didn't know the answer, and I can tell you did. Can I add that there's also a, a URL that you can get it in your podcast? Oh, mm-hmm. which is a really handy way to hmm. stay current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, great. That's, that's very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.